Weird. So we got these baboons. These three baboons walk into a hospital. <clears throat> why? Why would you? I was just I was just looking at the stories. Why would uh, you Why would you punk out our our first story like that? I, I was just looking at the top story, and it reminded me of a joke. Yeah, we got stories about parrots that go missing, and we got some good ones this time. A classic. We've got a classic weird story about burritos being thrown. Yes, we, we that's have, a classic. Now, uh, there's a couple of headlines in this episode that are made custom made for weird. By the way, this is Weird, the podcast that gives you all the news that you can use to blow a fuse, and it's all true. As far as you know. Bringing you the best in weird news coverage. My name is Aaron. My name is Craig. And we're happy to be here. We're happy you're listening. We're just happy anybody's listening. I have a couple of people that actually call me Craig. I call you Craig. I think that's funny because Craig would be the normal. Craig. 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 A- Aaron. 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 <laughs> Aaron. So we had dinner Sunday at no, my... you at, and I didn't have No, dinner. no, at my brother's house. You don't have to talk uh, to me anymore. And my dad let Alan know that whenever we have a, a bad guy or lady, somebody that's been arrested, their middle name's always Alan. Pops is legit. Yeah, Pops is legit. But see, Alan doesn't listen. He listened to one episode from like season, our first year, and he thinks that's Bef- all he has. Before Barnegan. <laughs> before Barnegan, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so what did he say? Uh, he thought that was funny um, a little bit, a little bit funny. I guess, uh, but Pops thought it was hilarious. Well, I, you know what's what's gonna be sad is when he, if he starts listening because of that, we have to stop doing it. He ain't gonna listen. He's a he's a he's a. First of all, he stole all my Easter candy. He stole the candy out of my stocking and put his oranges in there. You're, I got, you're the reason that, that he's the reason that you like black licorice. Yeah, well, that's true because I that's all you that's all him. you had. You're that's like it. I, I got to learn to love this. Yes, that's exactly right because I got black jelly beans for Easter. No chocolate, mm-hmm. and he always told me it's because the Easter Bunny liked him better. <clears throat> and I should have brought that to the attention of my mother right away. You're, we've told her via the show. Yeah, we have told her. Yeah, uh, and uh, and remember there was the there was the episode probably right around Easter that I implored her to go buy you some extra yes, candy. Yes, and she did. And uh, and I appreciate you're, you're that. welcome. Yes, Cadbury eggs and uh, a four pack. But here's here's the thing: she's gonna have to do it uh, every year for like yeah. another fifty years to yeah. make make up the to difference. Make up. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I agree. All right. Uh, how was your week, by the way? Well, you know, same as it ever was. Same as it ever was. Same as it ever was. I know you're, you're doing the hand thing, but nobody <laughs> yes, can see it. You may find yourself. Um, what did you listen to this week? What I listened to? Yeah, what What was your artist of the week? You know, I always have an artist. My we artist. Were, we were actually supposed to have a, a top five albums list. Right yes, now, we, we didn't, were. We didn't do it. All right. I could name a couple of mine, though. We could no, still no, have fun no, with save it. it. Save it and email me. I will not. You you, you not. email me your top five, and I'll put them on the list with my top five. Well, okay, let's okay. We'll we'll say it this way. Not what was what, what we were listening to, but let's talk about. I was listening to the Ramones. I didn't. I just said don't. The Wigs. I just said don't. And you're like my wife. The I say Eagles something, you just ignore me. Metal. You just ignore. No, actually, you're like everybody. I say something. Three <laughs> three bands I listened to mostly this week: well, Ramones, the Wigs, and the Eagles hey, of Death Metal. Susan, you want to calm down over there? Let me. <laughs> I was gonna say. What is the music this week? Listen, not this week, any week that you go. And I'm saying you're. Top, this is not the same as the top five albums. I'm just okay. saying our go to music. When, when you when you were, you're wanting to hear something and your go to music, what what what? Well, I'll tell you this: it's not my top five albums. 
That, no. that, those are those no, are rare. Like, that like a lot of times, I'll go to there's a there's a band I love called the Blue Nile, or I'll go to um, Alan Parsons, or I'll, there's just a few, uh, you know, yeah. e- ELO. Oh there, yeah, there, that's a good go to. There, there are a few that I'll listen to that I just, I just really like. But you know what I've been listening to a lot. Lately? That's what I asked. What's your band of the well, week? I, 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 re- I realized after that that there is something I've been listening to a lot this week, and there's, there. I think we may have talked about it. There's a, there's an app you can get called Sona FM. S O N A FM. Not sponsored. And they're not sponsored. They're not sponsored. No. And they have all these kind of eclectic sort of like you have these different channels like Groove Salad and all this other they're weird funny names for their but they're different types of music. It's really good stuff a lot of t- a lot of times. Not they don't hit it hundred percent, but most of the time it's really good. And there's this one, and you see I've got a I've got a playlist here called yeah. Lush. Yeah, there's right there's, there's, there's a, no no above this. Is oh well, yeah, yeah, and it's not saying I'm a Lush. It's no, just, it it's might be. A, but it's called is a, there's a there's a channel in there called Lush, and they play Lush Lush. Didn't I hear you playing my song now, Lush? <laughs> Shut up. And so um, there is, there's a, a lot of the music on this channel are a lot of female vocalists and kind of jazzy, kind of really mellow stuff, and it's just really good stuff. Okay. And so I've been listening to, there's a band called Lemongrass that I really like. Sounds familiar. I think I know them. Um, I love the two. I'm jumping over. Uh, Ivy's another really good one. Ivy. Ivy. Okay. Um, there's now I don't know. Somebody correct me here because it's Yumi Zalma or Yumi Zuma. I like to think it's Zuma, but it's Z O U M A. But y- Zalma, that's got to be Zalma. I think it's Zalma. Yeah. Uh, but but uh, that sounds I'll, like something you get at Zaxby's. Love their stuff. There's another band. Uh, called I want some chicken tenders and give me one of your Zalmas. Yeah, give me your Zalmas. And then there's a band called Submarine. I love the song Way Out. The West. Beatles? No, no they did no. Yellow Submarine. And the last one I'll mention is. Lonesome, uh, Lonesome Animals, there's a song called Burn. It's really good. If we could play these without getting in trouble, I'd play clips of them. But, yeah, but we can't, unfortunately. But, uh, the thing is... Anyway, uh, Ocean Lab's another good one. But my, my, my thing is, here's my here's my thing. Go ahead. Oh, man, one of my songs dropped off, too. It's not available on <laughs> Apple Music anymore. Um, <laughs> well, go hop over to Amazon Music where the good stuff is. Well, it's going to happen anywhere. It's just licensing. Amazon Unlimited rocks. No, but they can't. They if, don't sponsor if, the, if, the show. If, if the licensing... Something happens, it just happens. I used to work for Amazon. Yeah. So anyway, I, I just, I, whenever I'm listening to Soma FM and I, on that channel, I hear stuff I like and I've not heard, I'll just start start building this playlist. I see. And uh, okay. got, the Sundays are on there. One of my favorite. I love the Sundays. One of my favorite yes. bands. They're on there. Um, I love the Sunday Bloody Sundays, too. That's kind of a punk rock version. Uh, <laughs> Mazzy Stars on there. Uh-huh, like Mazzy Stars. And did you hear the guitar, was it the guitar player? One of the founding members of Mazzy Star. he just died. Ah, oh, shoot. 61, I forget what his name was. I think it was the guitar player. He, he was uh, one of the founders of Mazzy 2020 Star. is starting out to be a rough it's year. It's Savage. Yeah. But anyway. Savage. Not to be confused with Fred Savage on The Wonder Years. That was different. Yeah, or Macho Man Randy Savage. Yeah, because he left the building. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so that's what I've been listening to this week. I've been Sometimes because it's so mellow and, and kind of the, given the weeks that I've had here lately. Well, I said, but Lori I'm, and I watched rewatched the uh, Eagles of Death Metal documentary, which yeah. is probably my favorite documentary. That's the band in Michigan, right? Is that the one for the, the no? They're, they're no, that's not. that's a band called something else. That's the guy. oh, you're thinking of a band called Death. That's what I'm. That's thinking another of. great musical yeah. documentary. But the Eagles of Death Metal was the band that was playing in Paris when the, the yes. terrorists. I need broke to watch in. that. Is that on Netflix? I don't know, but I've got the Blu-ray. Could you call up and get them to put it on Netflix? I'll try, but you're, I'll, I'll loan you the documentary. Well, I don't get that much trouble. It's so good because I'm kind of acting like I want to watch it, but I probably wouldn't. But anyway, so much going on right so now. So I pulled out those CDs and was, was it's just fun music. It's not it got nothing to do with death metal. I, I consider it kind of fun party music. It's 
you know, it's, I don't know how to, to they were playing it. in, was it France? Where was it? It was in Paris, France. Yes. And At the Bar- was, Barca line. This when the, um, the, it wasn't a fire shooting. It was a shooting. Shooting. Yeah. Yeah, over a hundred people. I'm, in I'm the confusing crowd it with uh, Great White. They were playing at the band. That's the they fire. Were, yeah, they were playing with a fire, and that yeah. was oh my gosh, sad. sad, sad. No, it, it was it was crazy too that the Great White actually had a gig. <laughs> That's not sad. Okay, and then I listened to because um, I'd heard they were on fire that night. I had a credit at our greatest. Yeah, <clears throat> I had a credit at at the. Oh, you want one of these? I had a credit at the you greatest. Need a boo. You need a boo. I do need a boo. At the greatest record store in Middle Tennessee, which is Grimey's. Um, I passed that the other day. So I went by. Uh, and, it's, uh, and it's actually pretty clean, right? It's not really that grimy at all. It's not grimy anymore. It used to be when it was down on 8th Avenue. Anyway. Yeah. Well, what isn't over there? Picked up uh, the Ramones uh, box set of their live shows and uh, from the 70s, the original Ramones. Mm-hmm. And uh, been, I've been wearing that sucker out this week. It's, it's a lot of fun. I saw a picture there. somebody took in front of, I think it was in front of where CBGB's used to be. CBGB's. CBGB's. Uh, Heebie-beebies? Heebie-jeebies. 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 It's still my favorite. And they, um, they had, I started they were standing, they were standing, they were standing in front of where it was and they had a photo in front of their hand, in front of the camera lined up with the phone pole and there's uh, Joey and all of them standing Sweet. there. That's really cool. cool. But I've never seen until our friend Chris posted pictures of inside of that place. I've never seen exactly how. It's grimy. St- You're talking about grimy. No, 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 no. <laughs> we're worse than that. Yeah. We're talking. We have a place in Nashville that is almost as bad, which, by the way. Place? It's called The End, and it's right across from the exit end. And uh, Oh, is that the old um, uh, Elliston Square, and then became uh, then became Amy's? I don't know. It, it's, it's, I know it's, it is it's, the It's end. right behind Obie's. Uh, yeah. So a buddy of mine. I've been from, in there. I've actually had I've actually had a beer on a cold day and on a cold day. I had a cold beer on a hot day there one day. Sucked up to the bar. It, it, uh, Stevie Nicks has been in. People just show up in there. Well, you, we were to. a buddy of mine named Mike from art school and I went to see Matt and Kim at Exit Inn. And when we got there, it was sold out. So we walked across the street to the end, and um, we had a ball. The the young lady that was playing. Um, I've forgotten her name now, but she she was fantastic. It's up by the apartments over there. It's like it's kind of it's you have to walk up past the strip of buildings, and it's kind of up. Yeah, set, it's a, it's all back. by itself. Yeah, that's that used to be called Ellison Square, I think. I remember Ellison Square, and then it became uh, Amy's, I think, for a long time. Great little watering hole. I know it's a little dumpy place. It, I'll tell you this: the bathroom door. Not only would it not lock, it wouldn't close. Yeah. <laughs> Usually, those, you had to have somebody standing guard. Not you, in those places. Most people don't even care at that point. Nah, they don't give a flip. But uh, it's. Uh, I've seen a couple of shows there now. It's a fun place. It's just sad that like places like Gold Rush are gone. And what really makes me mad is that Nashville. I absolutely hate the new Nashville. They don't. They don't care about anything. And all these people are pr- trying to protect those places. I love the new Nashville. No, all they're trying to. They've they've already tried to tear down. Yeah, I know. Three different apartment complexes over there. They're they're trying to destroy the Midtown area as fast as they're destroying the rest of Nashville, and like Exit Inn is in danger. Uh, the only reason they that, can't do away with it, I will go down there and lay in front of the bulldozer like the beginning of no bump right over you. They don't care. <laughs> You'll be part of the new building. They cannot. That's that's a historic. I mean, that's historic. They are all trying to get together and get money together. I believe to try to they can't do away to, with it to save it. No, that's that's ridiculous. That's where I'll put and, my foot. And down. that's the part of New Nashville I hate because they're just they're bent on. It started with uh, RCA Studio B or whatever. Yeah, they wanted yeah. to tear it down. Didn't happen. But the, that's the thing, though. You shouldn't have to defend that stuff. No, that's historic. I mean, 
Yeah, I'm just it, it's all, almost as that place is close to Lee Berry as far as it, it, the it, famous. It, it is exactly the same, only completely different. <laughs> hey, well, we shot a full twelve minutes shooting the breeze about Nashville and music and whatnot. Remember when we t- remember we shot about 12, 15, 20 minutes? I don't know, an hour talking about Rivergate Mall. Yeah. Three baboons contained after escaping near Royal Prince Alfred Hospital in Sydney. Oh, wait a minute. What? We can't keep waiting with dead air for you to find your stupid little buttons. He's got this machine, and he can't find the buttons. It's a twofer. Top story and Aussie. I wish that Tesla made that board because it would drive itself. That's true. Come on, come on, come on. This comes from our lead contributor, probably the best contributor we've ever had, Jules Camerzil Clifton. <laughs> a male baboon scheduled to have a vasectomy. Well, was, no wonder he escaped. <laughs> yeah. He was part of a trio of primates that managed to escape and were on the loose in a car park near Royal Prince Alfred Hospital in Sydney's Inner West yesterday. A NSW police spokeswoman told news.com.au that officers were called to a car park on Missenden Road. They parked the car in the hobby yard. And the car park. And uh, uh, let's see. I'm trying to tell you where they were. Go car ahead. park located in Missenden Road and Lucas Street, oh, Camperdown. You know where Lucas Street We've is. We've got the Camper Down. A Camper Piper, is down. Piper Down. Just before 5.30 p.m. after reports... Uh, three baboons had escaped while being transported. <laughs> Footage obtained by Seven News shows three baboons emerging from the hospital and making their way towards a park <laughs> I ambulance. I want to see this footage. While passerby look on in amazement. <laughs> well, sure. If you walk by a hospital and three baboons walk out and go across the street. I'm afraid they come over and rip my arms out. <laughs> That'd NS- be funny, too. NSW Health, and you'd already be at a hospital, so they sure. could put them back on. It'd be so convenient. Uh, NSW Health Minister Brad Hazard. Hmm. Brazzard. His friends call him Brazzard. Brazzard told the Daily Telegraph that one of the baboons was due to have a vasectomy at the hospital and was being accompanied by his two wives. Oh, he's a polygamist. <laughs> to Cape Ham Constable. Was this in uh, Utah? Yeah. Uh, they, they were, they were uh, accompanying him to Cape Ham Constable. Um, <laughs> after the apparition, uh, and the two wives will return to the colony where he can stay forever with them, but he will no longer be having babies. No. Said Mr. Hazard. Brazzard. Brazzard. The baboons escaped from a truck while being transported from a colony in Weston, Sydney to an animal Weston. research. Weston. You said Weston. Weston. I was trying to keep the Australian thing. Well, I was thinking of Weston House. No, Weston, Sydney to an animal research facility uh, at the hospital. Mr. Hazard said baboons were used as part of medical research ranging from kidney disease to pregnancy issues. I wonder if they have any baboons that can brew their own alcohol in their livers. I'm doubtful. Doubtful. Uh, the research in, uh, includes reproductive issues, kidney disease, gestational diabetes, a whole range of research areas, uh, areas uh, with the conclusion of the research, they return to the colony in Western Sydney, and they usually just live their lives out until old age. Crikey. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a baboon. Uh, in a Twitter post shortly before 7 p.m., NSW police said the situation was under control. They are currently contained, the police spokeswoman confirmed in a man's voice. 
<laughs> Police are working with experts uh, to safely return them to the facilities. Uh, crikey. Uh, there's no immediate danger to the public, but people are advised to, to avoid the area and That's go have some danger. Sh- and go have some shrimp on the barbie. That's not a danger. That's a danger. <laughs> NSW Health has been contacted for comment. The use of primates for medical experiments at RPA and a number of other Sydney hospitals and universities was revealed in 2016. Animals were bred specifically for animal research. Um, That's kind of cruel. At the National Health and Medical Research Council Baboon Colony in Wallacea, Wallacea, <laughs> in uh, Sydney's west. A spokeswoman from the Sydney local health district told the Sydney Morning Herald in 2016 that the baboons are used for research on treatments for conditions like preeclampsia, complicated, <laughs> complicated diabetes, kidney disorders, and vascular diseases. Earlier, a woman told two gigabytes that her daughter... <laughs> <laughs> That's what it says. It is. Told 2GB that her daughter, who worked at RPA, had seen the baboons. My daughter uh, is an occupational therapist at RPA. And she said, yes, mama, just help wrangle them. She said, uh, and it, it, it totaled two gigabytes when she said <laughs> that. She said that to 2GB. I guess that's a good broadcast. I don't know. Too good broadcast. Uh, I guess it's 2, 2GB news or something like that. But hey. We started this podcast today by saying that there's a couple. Oh, so we started it three and a half years ago. <laughs> there's a couple of headlines that were meant for this show. Written this, for the show. This happens to be one of them. Headline is, British parrot went missing for four years, returns speaking Spanish. C. 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 Parrots are highly intelligent creatures, and their learning capacity is quite impressive. So this next story is of a gray African parrot called Nigel. Nigel. Hello, Nigel. Hey, Nigel. Nigel. And this will surely leave you in awe, Craig. Cracking good show, Nigel. He returned to his owner after four years of wandering around the world. You know, gray African parrots can live like, they'll outlive a lot of their owners. They'll live us. Sarah picked one out at a pet shop one time. You said, uh, I don't have $20,000. said, your mother will kill me if I come home with a $1,200 bird. Right. The most stunning part of this is the fact that he also learned to speak Spanish while traveling. Cracking good show, Nigel. Nigel flew away in 2010 from his home in California, and once he returned to his owner, Darren Chicks, his British accent was gone and had been replaced by a Spanish accent. Well, they just changed the cartridge in him. This is what cracks me up. Another peculiar thing is that he kept asking for someone named Larry. Larry! 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 Alan. Oh, the missing parrot Alan. was found by Julissa Sperling Letty. in Torrance, and she mentioned that Nigel was speaking Spanish to her, asking, "What happened? Eh, hey, qué pasa?" What? Yeah, that's what he. That's what he kept asking her. Qué pasa? Why would he say that? I don't know. After searching online for a missing parrot ad, she found someone looking for her lost companion, and it turned out to be an entirely different owner. But luckily, she contacted the animal lovers pet store which kept all the receipts from previous sales, and they managed to track down Nigel's owner. At first, both the parrot... My band name for today's show? Yeah. Nigel's owner. Oh, good grief. You're so <laughs> amateur. Thank you. Nigel's owner, that's a pretty good... That's, that's pretty not good, bad. That's not bad I'll give you that. I'd I like see that. him. I'd, I'd go to the end I, and I see would him. Go, I'd buy the shirt. Luckily, 
After contacting animal lovers, they connected her to Nigel's owner. At first, both the parrot and Darren were confused by the meeting since it had been so long since they had well, seen they each other. Well, they couldn't talk to each other because one spoke Spanish. <laughs> now Darren says that he instantly recognized his lost pet when he saw it. He just couldn't believe his eyes as Nigel had been gone for such a long time. Four years. If you lose a pet, you know, by four years, you've moved on. You're completely over it. Now this guy, this guy not, uh, Nigel's owner, is going to have to go through it again if he ever passes away. Yeah, It's going to be sad. When Darren Chick's parrot Nigel went missing four years ago, he spoke with a British accent, but Nigel's returned home with a mysterious Spanish accent. That's crazy. It's You know what it is? What? It's crazy. Crazy. It's crazy. You're going to... I saw you searching over there. It takes a little... Uh, maybe you're not... Maybe you need to use your other hand. Maybe you're like left-handed or maybe right. Maybe that's it. Maybe if you peel that thing off the screen... I'm not coordinated enough to, to work this, I don't think. I may have to go back to the old soundboard. You're not certified. I'm not yet. You're certifiable. But not certified. Right. Yeah. Hey, this is another one written for this show. Yes. Police seek burrito throwing suspect after Super Bowl attack at restaurant. <laughs> Film at 11. I wish somebody would throw a burrito at me right now. Man, right into my mouth. I'm hungry. San Francisco police are asking for the public's help in finding a man suspected of aggravated assault at a restaurant in the Richmond District on Super Bowl Sunday earlier this month. <gasps> According to police, the suspect entered Gordo Takaria. Oh, that sounds good. Uh, roughly at 6.30 p.m. on February 2nd and appeared agitated and verbally abused the service staff. Hey, you call that a shirt? Yeah, like that. Yeah. Hey, where'd you get that haircut? Let's go get him. I'll help you beat him up. Yeah. What? Well, I don't know. This. Uh, let's see. The restaurant attempted to... What? <laughs> is that a word? Uh, Assage. Yes, that is a word. I don't think that's a word. That's a word. Calm him down. You're telling me that it's a word that means Aside. to satisfy. Yeah, or no, not to really relieve, satisfy. ease, alleviate, soothe, yes. mitigate, dampen, yes. allay, or Asage. calm. Assage. Dilute, lessen, diminish, decrease, reduce, lower, to put an end to or stop to to take the edge off. Exactly. Is that what you're trying yeah. to tell me? And if you go to a Waffle House, they'll ask you if you want bacon or assage. Oh. Ooh, that sounds good. Now we got to go to Waffle House. I could I could go to Waffle House right now. When we get up in the morning, I'm making waffles. <laughs> The restaurant attempted to assuage the man's anger and by giving him free food, but he proceeded to throw the food at the staff members Dummy. in addition to a napkin dispenser. Oh, my gosh. And the restaurant's electronic card reader. That could do some damage. Injuring an employee in the process. The man reportedly fled the restaurant on foot east down Geary Boulevard. Where? SF Geary Boulevard. SFPD described the suspect as a Latino man believed between the age between the ages of 45 and 50 standing roughly 59 uh weighing about 180 pounds during the assault he was seen wearing a blue uh wearing a blue jean no wearing blue jeans and a black San Francisco 49ers t-shirt with Bosa Bosa 97 Bossa. Written, Bossa, written on the back Bossa where would the burrito come from That's a good question Wait. Oh, I know right where it came from. No, does he talk about a? Does this story mention him throwing the burrito? Yeah, it came from Gordo Taqueria. Yeah, but I just don't really feel like they spent enough time talking about the burrito. Well, I'm kind of glad that they didn't. Maybe. Hey, we got an update. We got a couple of updates here, and I don't have an update theme right now. I sent you this update. You did. This is hilarious because it was an important update. It, was it is news. an update. This was news you can use, not to mm -mm, 
Where is the update? Yeah. Where is the update? We want the update now. Yeah. This is an update you can use. This isn't you can use to blow a fuse. This is just news you can use because it's an update and it's important. And it's what's happening on the streets. Yeah. Literally. And you don't get this news on This is literally. This is happening on the street. This is happening under bridges. This is for real. On top of buildings. We've seen pictures. Anywhere you hear. Headline is someone glued tiny MAGA hats and a Trump wig onto pigeons in Las Vegas. (laughs) Epic. On the eve of the Democratic presidential debate in Las Vegas, an underground group calling itself (laughs) (laughs) Putin, P-U-T-I-N, filled the skies with a flock of protest pigeons, each dressed in a small surrogate for President Trump. One wore a tiny coiffed orange wig. The others donned red hats decorated with the president's campaign call, Make America Great Again. Both were affixed to the pigeon's head using eyelash glue. Right well, that's on. better than super glue. Well, eyelash glue probably it probably just yeah. falls off of it. A little rain, that'll pop right off. Those hats will be falling. If it doesn't, you can just blame it on the rain. An email to local media from Putin, an acronym for Pigeons United to Interfere Now and also the last name of Russia's president, <laughs> said the pro- project was an aerial protest piece that came after months of exhaustive research, logistical hurdles, and pigeon caretaking. The Putin message was sent anonymously to NBC's Las Vegas affiliate Fox 5 and to Las Vegas Journal, uh, the Review Journal. Uh, the self-proclaimed underground radical group said in its email that the Pigeon Project was inspired by Operation Tarkana, a CIA mission conducted during the Cold War in the 1970s, in which cameras were attached to pigeons to spy on the Soviets. How big were the cameras in 1970 <laughs> that these poor... These they, they had little bitty uh, <laughs> big cameras. I mean, I have a hard time believing that these pigeons were wearing cameras on their heads in the 70s. The targets of this pigeon... They were really big pigeons, Craig. That's I mean, what it was. Like big bird size. The targets of this pigeon protest are the six Democratic presidential candidates who will be debating... Uh, Wednesday at 9 p.m., which has already passed. Uh, Trump will also be in Las Vegas Wednesday, or was, for a planned speech at the police department headquarters. The MAGA hat pigeons came months after cowboy hat pigeons, which we covered ad nauseum here on the Weird Podcast, uh, stole the show in Vegas. In December, officials discovered three pigeons with miniature red cowboy hats glued to their heads. One of the pigeons, Billy the Pidge, later died, possibly poisoned, Craig. Here's a, con- a controversy. Mm-hmm. Possibly poisoned from the glue fumes. I, I, I mean, unless he was in a box with the glue. Uh-huh. I, I can't imagine he had that many fumes. Lofty Hopes Pigeon Rescue told the Associated well, of Press. Well, the, of course, there's going to be a... There, there's going to, of course, be a pigeon rescue. Yeah, there's going to be, right? Like, pigeons aren't populating and doing okay on their own. All right, here's, here's the two other pigeons that survived the hats. Cluck Norris and Cool Amity Jane. Nice. Yeah. Uh, they were also given the tiny, teensy, tiny little cowboy hats. Nice. Well, yes. we got another update. Yes, we do. Where is the update? We want the update. Okay. Now. Update. New Jersey man paid for gas with $100 bill marked for motion picture use only. And this takes us way back it to the way first back. year because we, we had a t- like a string of these stories. Yeah. Uh, let's see. A clerk at a Middlesex County. A gas station unwittingly accepted a fake $100 bill that was intended for to be used in movies, authorities said. South Brunswick police on Monday tweeted a photo of the front and back of the phony bill, which bill, I said bill, <laughs> bill. bill, which uh, has the words for motion picture use only printed on both sides. Detectives tracked down a 20-year-old Somerset County man who said he was surprised the clerk took the money. Well, yeah. 
Police said in the tweet, police have, would, uh, see, police could not immediately be reached Tuesday. Well, that's really a problem if you can't immediately re- <laughs> can't immediately yeah, reach nobody the police. Was dying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to say whether the man from Montgomery had been charged in the incident. I honestly don't know which update that was because we've had a couple of those stories. Well, and the thing is. It's really just a continuation. It looks exactly like a $100 bill, except it does say for motion picture use only. And there's no legal tender or anything like that on it. This next story you're going to read. This is weird. You, you don't even need to question if this is real. This is this is where we live now. Yeah, and where do you see how old this woman is, too? Woman accused of calling 911 after parents cut off cell phone. Of course, this comes to us from Canton, Ohio. An Ohio woman was arrested for calling 911 when her parents cut off her cell phone service, authorities said. Salona Katarpal. Salone Katarpal. Saloni <laughs> Katarpal. SK was arrested February 13th by Massillian police and charged with disrupting police services, which, Craig, is a fourth degree felony. Not the third, not the fifth. It's no, but the it's a fourth. fourth. It's the Still fourth. a felony. Yep. Jail records show that Kippertal, age 36, <laughs> repeatedly called emergency dispatchers because her parents had terminated her cell phone service, which they paid for. An officer can. Uh, contract con- contacted oh, her. Come on, work it. Come on, work through it. And advised she call emergency service only for emergencies. Two hours later, she called again and was belligerent and stated she believed it to be a legitimate issue. <laughs> Who people don't get the emergency thing? No, yeah, yeah they, they don't. It was yesterday, I think. Yesterday, a guy locked his car. I ran, some stranger I ran into locked his car with the keys inside. Got locked in. What do I do? I called the non-emergency number. 862-8600 here in Middle Tennessee. And I dialed the number. Well, for Nashville anyway. Yeah. I called the number and I said, hey, you know, can you guys help them out or you don't do that anymore? They said, no, we don't do that anymore. I said, all right. See ya. You know why? Wasn't an emergency. No. I've called that number before too. Simple transaction. You call, you ask a question. It's not an emergency. I got a question for the police. Yes. That's all you do. That's all. There was no emergency. Florida man sets hospital bed on fire to get nurses' attention. Oh, boy. That'll do it. New Smyrna Beach, Florida. This is the new one because the old one they set on fire. Yeah, burned down. Uh, A man who felt like he was being ignored set his hospital bed on fire while another patient was in the room in an attempt. uh, Didn't April Wine have a song about this? Uh, I only know just between you and me. It's the only song I remember. I thought they did Beds Are Burning. No, that would be uh, that would be Midnight Oil. Oh, Midnight Oil, yeah. April Wine, not, Midnight not, Oil, same not, thing. Not even in the least bit. <laughs> they're both liquid. Not even similar. Yes, as far as bands they're both are liquid, and they're both not. You know. By the way, great album, Diesel but, and Dust. Yeah, uh, uh, Midnight Oil. Yeah, great album. Dig them. Anyway, he felt he was being ignored and uh, set the bed on fire uh, when the another patient was in the room. According to authorities, John King, John Allen King yes. admitted to setting a plastic bag on fire on Saturday because he felt the Advent Health New Smyrna Beach staff were ignoring his request to bring him his clothes, and he believed that the fire would get their attention. He's going to end up in the burn center. Well, how can he sleep if beds are burning? <clears throat> I want to just go on <laughs> quoting that song, but it's just I'm just I'm so involved with this story right now. King's roommate in the hospital explained to officials that he had seen King light a small object on fire, but convinced him to put out the flames. However, when he returned to his bed behind the curtain, uh, he saw King relight the fire, but he saw it like in silhouette. 
and the roommate used the emergency button to notify the staff. King was saying, pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. That's right, exactly. Yeah. The bleep in here lit his bed on fire. <laughs> I cannot breathe. The smoke is in the room. Where, where else would it be? That's where the fire it's is. It's on the water. <laughs> Fire in his room. Smoke some, on the water. Some stupid with a flare gun burned the place to the ground. Anyway, <sighs> a nurse who heard the roommate yell entered the room after seeing the flames and shouted, Fire! There's a fire! Fire! And ran uh, to the nurse's station to dial 911. Like there wasn't a phone in the patient's room? It was It was melted. <laughs> probably true. A different nurse entered the room after hearing the yelling and put out the flames with a fire extinguisher, which is what the first person could have done. Sure. When she noticed King making his way to the elevator in an attempt to escape, according to the affidavit, staff stopped him and were able to secure him until the fire officials arrived. King gave authorities the silver and red Bic lighter he used to start. Why does it matter what color it was? I was about to say, what a description. Um, that, and then whoever wrote this story likes to say comma records show. I, I think they I'm also not, like to say comma, comma, comma chameleon. I've not said record show at all because they keep repeating it. I just record don't want show. A record show. Are you going to the record show? It's a record show. <laughs> That'd be a good name for a band too. Record show. You've already had a band this, this, this. But it's, it's out there. I said it now. No. Um, Take it back. Anyway, he showed him the, the fancy uh, silver and red. Uh, highly valuable, very expensive Bic lighter that he used. <laughs> he was arrested on a felony charge of arson, the report said. According to the hospital's administrator, the bed was damaged beyond repair, and a new one has been ordered to replace it. Those hospital beds aren't cheap. $4,000. Yeah, that's not like I said. King was originally admitted to the hospital for respiratory failure, which he kick-started again, I'm sure, and admitted he had no intention of harming himself or anyone else record show. Record oh, show. I said it. Dang you it. did. <laughs> Headline is... Bank teller called police over coronavirus mask. Oh, my gosh. Now, I don't know. I haven't read this story yet. I don't know how to feel about it, but you're not supposed no, to. No, just saying coronavirus. And that stupid it. mask isn't going to do anything. Craig, does, why don't people realize that's just a thin piece of something? Calm down. We are not medical professionals. We do not know, okay? There actually are differences in masks, by the way. You're a lying dog-faced pony soldier. No. Oh, what happened? It just stopped. A Michigan woman claims a teller at a local bank called the police on her after she refused to remove a surgical mask that she says she's wearing to protect herself from the novel coronavirus and other illnesses. Amanda Ullman said that she went to the key bank location in Dearborn last week while wearing a black mask that features a set of sharp teeth on the front. Well, she brought this on herself. She needs to be arrested. Yeah. One of the tellers asked her to remove the mask, but Ullman refused, allegedly prompting the teller to contact the police. So she jumps on the phone after she pushes the button, which I assume is the panic button, and I hear this giant locking sound. Click, click, she told the outlet. Adding, what, what did it say? Click, click, adding. Well, one more time. She click, click, okay. adding she chose this mask because it can be washed and reused, unlike traditional surgical masks. Ullman, who says she and her family are wearing the masks as extra protection, that's not going to stop a coronavirus, Craig. No. After hearing about cases you of the novel stop virus. It? Dousing it in Miller Lite. <laughs> uh, which, was, which has reported 13 cases to date, was reportedly locked in the bank and forced to wait for the police to arrive. Nothing about the design. Absolutely nothing flipping about it. Had them freaking out and everything, she added. 
They kept saying that it was for their protection. I don't understand what my mask has to do with their protection. Well, lady, masked people notoriously rob banks. Yeah, if you but if you walk into a bank with a surgical mask on, yes, I'm sorry, you're going to have to assume unless you're Michael Jackson. And if he walks in anywhere right now, <laughs> yeah. you better call somebody. Um, <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you walk in with a was that him? Oh. Uh, if I uh, if I if I walk in with a mask on because I need to because I'm sick, I'm sorry. Don't assume I'm robbing the bank. I mean, keep in mind that would be an awesome idea for a real bank robber. Well, but, take the mask off when you're in the bank. If they get sick because you're sick, it's their fault. If I see somebody walking in with a surgical mask on in a bank, I just the, there's going to be the way they carry themselves, their demeanor. I just don't think you're going to go. Oh, that person's robbing the place. Yeah. Well, police later arrived at the scene. That's just my two cents. And she was able to leave the bank shortly thereafter. Following the incident, Allman told the news that it she was plans... Tra- it was Tracy Allman? No, it was not. That uh-huh. she plans to close her account of five years. I do get sick every year. When I heard about the coronavirus, it scared me. All I wanted to do is protect myself with the mask, and I'm a criminal. I was scared and traumatized, she said. Key Bank cannot get away with treating customers this way. You can't lock your customers in a bank. I, I mean, guess they I mean, did. This is common in like China or Japan or something. You see them wearing masks all the time. Well, that's air different. quality. Yeah, but they're not. You can't assume everybody walks in. And it, theirs aren't black with sharp teeth on them. I mean, when you walked in the door, I can't just assume that the circus is in town. <clears throat> in a statement, what you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. You're a lying dog faced pony soldier. You gotta fix that. Why does he get cut off at the end? In a statement to the news, a spokesperson for KeyBank said it's the bank policy to request brief removal of anything blocking the face for the safety of their employees and clients. We regret any inconvenience. Now, I, do, I mean, I, I, where I see their point, I think you got to use your common sense about it. Yeah. What if this woman had Ebola? Yeah. First of all, why was she out in public and why is she still walking? But she's a dog-faced pony. Yeah. Dog. What dog face pony? I don't remember what he says now. A lion dog, dog, dog face, face pony, pony soldier. soldier. Yeah. It's time for the Mark Patch Top Ten. Nan, nan, nan. This list comes to us from thetop10s.com, and it's already wrong. Yeah. Have you seen number seven, by the way? Not yet. Okay. I- I'll probably watch it. But anyway, here's the deal: Top Ten Best Movies of 2019. I'm not. I don't really have a uh, I don't really have a dog in this race. I, I do. I don't know. I I'll, have a dog. I'll, say, in this I'll race. say which ones I enjoyed, but I don't know that any of them are. I, I just don't know what the best would be, honestly. But I will tell you what I really liked and what I didn't like, and you could take that and cash that at the bank if you want. <laughs> just don't wear a surgical mask in with that, teeth. That's right. Number ten of the top ten best movies of 2019. I can't remember what I can't remember January of this year, much less last year. Top ten best movies of 2019. Number ten, Star Wars. Rise of Skywalker. Now, was that the last one that just came out? I think so. I've never seen it. I haven't seen it yet either. Uh, number nine of the top ten best movies of 2019, Shazam. Loved it. I thought it was great. It was a lot of fun. Although the original actor, who actually we talked about, lives in yeah. Mount Juliet. Yeah, we need to call him. Um, we need to get it. We need to he get did, all of And I think we talked about this. He did make a good point. You know, what happened to the wisdom of Solomon? Yeah, that's true. They did skip over some stuff, but it was a it's a fun movie. Yeah, Zachary Levi was a great was great at it. Number eight. I don't know this one. The I don't li- either. The Lighthouse. Yeah, I don't know that one. Number seven, I do know, and I'm dying to see, Parasite. That's ironic you would say you're dying to yeah, see, and it's called Parasite. <laughs> I better wear a mask to the bank. Number six, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Loved it. And I watched that Fantastic. one. Fantastic. Uh, number five, Knives Out. I don't want to see this one. 
Just don't even. I don't know anything about it. It's it's kind of a clue like uh, it's got a bunch of like uh, big stars in it. Jamie Lee Curtis. And well, it made number five Chris on the Evans. top ten best movies of twenty nineteen. I just it just doesn't look good to me. But that's just me. And okay. I, maybe I don't know. Um, number who else is in that? I forgot who's in that movie. But anyway, number ten, uh, number four of the top ten best movies of two thousand nineteen. Spider Man Far From Home. I did enjoy that. Number three, top ten best movies of twenty nineteen. Toy Story Four. I didn't see it. It was okay. I didn't see it. It wasn't anything wrong with it. I just think they said everything they needed to say in the first two. I think they were done with the first. I think this should be number one. Number two. But it's number one. It's not number one. It's number two. It's a good one. Joker. I loved it. I absolutely. Did you see it after I saw it finally? Did you just yeah, see yeah. it recently? Yeah, was I saw it recently. Not, the last 45 minutes were amazing. It, the whole thing was fantastic. The whole thing was great, but yeah. that last 45 minutes, you got the top of that roller coaster, that hill, mm-hmm. and it just, boom, it started. So good. So good. Yeah, Joker was amazing. Not for the faint of heart, but it wasn't quite as dark. I've seen a lot darker movies. And the number one top 10 best movie of 2019, number one. I did like this. I have it. I watched it in tres day. That's 3D to you English-speaking people. Paddleton. No, Available it's not. On the- it's Avengers Endgame, you liar. No, Paddleton. Paddle- Paddington 2 came not out Paddington. in 2018. Pa- Paddleton. No, it's, it's, it's Avengers Endgame is what it says. It should be Paddleton. That's no. how I know this is a phony list because Paddleton's not on it. Whatever. That's, Nobody that's, saw that movie. I, was like, I saw that movie. You know, uh, your boy Ray Romano is in The Irishman. I saw Irishman. Did you watch it? Yeah, yeah. I watched it, it was, like the first week. Yeah, it was pretty lackluster. That's all right. Long. It's a lengthy film. Did, did you see my post? I posted the glitch, the the special effects glitch. I didn't see it. Nobody said a word about it either. I was like, I can't believe no one. I saw this and no one said a word about it. Oh, it was, it was the software they were using to make him look young. And all of a sudden, De Niro's face looks like he became SpongeBob for a minute. Isn't he? Wasn't that all CG? Their faces. They didn't use uh, markers on their faces. They used new software and a new camera rig that actually track their faces oh, and then they did all the the young see it was cg for the make them yeah. look young but there was one in particular i could not believe they let they need to fix it it was, it was it was as bad as the starbucks cup sitting on the table <laughs> in game of thrones yeah. i'll have to show it to you i'll find it and show it to you all right everybody thanks for listening if you haven't left us a review yet somewhere please do so and tell your friends hello pops hope you're feeling well why would you tell your friends hello pops